I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel to the Padri region of Tamil Nadu and uncover the complex food, caste, and community dynamics of the worship of Lord Murugan and what it teaches us about encountering new religious practices. He is the young and resplendent red god seated on a peacock. He is the presiding deity of the Kurinchi region. He is the favorite god of the Tamils. This is a translation from Thol Kapiyam, the most ancient surviving Tamil grammar text and the oldest surviving long work of Tamil literature. He, of course, is Murugan, a primary deity in temples wherever Tamil people live worldwide. The rest of India knows him as Kartik, the oldest son of Lord Shiva and Goddess Parvati. In Vedic texts, he is known as Skanda or Kumara, and his personality is defined by abstract principles such as sonship, war, and energy. The Kurinchi region, of which he is the presiding deity, refers to the hill landscape among the five landscapes defined in Tamil Sangam poetry. So fittingly, his most famous temple is built on a hill in Padni. located in the Dindigul district of western tamil nadu the padani murugan temple is visited by over 7 million people each year to put this in context the population of all of tamil nadu itself is about 75 million so theoretically 10% of the state population visits the temple every year in episode 132 nine poisons tamil mountain gods and food as faith we delve into the legend of murugan and how 4448 local herbs found in Padni hills were used to create nine poisons which make up the idol of Murugan at the temple there is a widespread belief that contact with this embodiment of Murugan can heal any disease and remove any misfortune thus Murugan is often known as Kaliyuga Vaidyanathan or doctor of the dark age twice in a year in the cold and hot seasons the idol of the god is said to contract and swell due to an excess of cold kulirtosam or an excess of heat kuttitosam special procedures are adopted to prevent the god from falling into a state of imbalance thus these two seasons are the occasions that offer the two most important festivals in this temple thai pusam is the winter festival and pankuni uttiram is the summer festival but there is a distinct difference in the who and how of this worship the winter pilgrims are the natukutti chettiars a trading caste which came to be known for the wealth they created all over south and southeast asia for a deeper understanding of the history of the community listen to episode 118 chettiars burma and fiery dragons so devoted are the chettiars to lord murugan that they call him chetti muruga the sweet trader and keep an empty seat for him when they need to discuss their finances as the financial year closes virtually the entire community comes to padni walking barefoot covering a distance of some 160 miles across villages towns paddy fields and forest areas 
all along the way, these pilgrims refused the kind gifts of food and beverages offered by pious villagers. Instead, the Chettiars organized impressive meal giveaways in which thousands of people are fed with the profits from the trading business. Amongst these, one group of male pilgrims carry on their shoulders a yoke or kavadi on which pots of unrefined sugar are tied up. The sugar will be used in combination with other ingredients to prepare panchamritam, the principal substance in God's festive winter path. The sugar is thought to be a heating substance and would warm the idol. Other foods which are considered warming are honey and even meats like pigeon and chicken. As the pilgrims get closer to Padani, the urgency to reach increases. The last leg of the pilgrimage, the circumambulation of the outer and the inner corridors is a speedy two-mile race, with bystanding devotees encouraging the runners with traditional slogans. After the race, the yokes are lowered from sore shoulders and the pots containing the unrefined sugar are untied to be used to make panchamitam. But the panchamritam itself gets transformed in the process of the god's bath. Before the bath, it is considered very hot. After the bath, however, it is extremely cold for it carries within it the excess of the cold of the god's panchamritam washings. This is considered to have healing properties and restores the health and normal functions of the body. The summer pilgrims are the Kungu Velalar counter or the farming caste. According to the Kungu Velalar Purana, they trace their origin to Marbal, a mythical figure who was created from the river Ganges to rid the world of hunger. Marbalan turned to agriculture and his descendants became the Pailalar. So the traditional roles of the community became agriculture and cattle rearing. As the summer is about to end, the Vedalal farmers bring pots of water from the Kaveri river for Murugan's festive path. This water is said to be cooling as water from the Ganges, which harks back to the origin story of the Vedalal farmers. This is done around mid-May and the period is known as Agni Nakshatra, considered as the hottest part of the year. And this too becomes a thing of endurance, since devotees have to physically climb 365 steps with heavy water pots in the scorching heat. The myth behind the practice of carrying the yoke or the kavadi is steeped in Kamil mythology. At Mount Kailash, Shiva is said to have entrusted the sage Agastya with two hillocks, the Shivagiri hill and the Shaktigiri hill, with instructions to carry and install them in South India. The sage left them in a forest and later asked his disciple Idumban to get them. Idumban found the two hillocks but could not initially lift them until he obtained divine help. Near Padani, Idumban put the hillocks down to rest a while. When he attempted to continue with his journey, he found that the hillocks were immovable. Idumban sought the help of a scantily dressed youth, but the youth claimed the hillocks belonged to him. In the ensuing scuffle, Idumban was defeated. Idumban then realized that the youth was Murugan and became his fervent devotee. Idumman is said to have prayed that whoever carried on his shoulders the Kavadi, signifying the two hills, and visited the temple on a vow should be blessed. Both communities, with their varied pasts, worship Lord Murugan. Their festivals too are built around their occupations. The Chetiyas do it at the end of the business year, after the end of the winter, in early January where the Pelalar farmers do it in the summer 
after the harvest is done and before the sowing season begins. As we travel and encounter new religious traditions, we must make an effort to find the stories and the rationale behind them. We must carry the burden of curiosities in our kavadi and wash off the imbalance of ignorance. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.